Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Good, uh, good physical, full padded practice today. Uh, it was muggy and hot today. We needed that, but I thought our kids did a really good job with practice and you know, good situations, a lot of situations, third and one, some goal line situations, two point situations today. And we're starting to get the team uh, ready for the scrimmage on uh, Saturday. We're still in camp mode and, and we're still in install, so we you know, going to have a pretty lengthy practice in yeah, the line. Yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great estate of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Trash Talk Thursday so far. As I know, we've already talked a little bit about Razorback Fall Camp, some of the things that Sam Pittman had to say. And as we get uh, closer and closer, 23 days away from Razorback football starting up. Once again, another number that's not really uh, prevalent as far as you think about Razorbacks at the number 23. I'm saying Jordan. Michael Jordan is 23. But I know, the first one I thought of was, was DeAnthony Curtis. I know he didn't play a whole lot at Arkansas, but I think he was number 23. And that's all I got. That's the only one I can think of that's number 23 in Arkansas. <laughs> There's probably more I'm missing out on. Oh, uh, Boo Williams. Wasn't he 23? When he was at Arkansas? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I think he was. Okay, there you go. There's Boo Williams. Eddie Boo Williams. Missed that guy. But, yeah, 23 days away. We're getting closer. And Arkansas has gone through six practices now. Put on the full pads today. So, now it's getting real. So, let's talk a little bit more about it as we go to the phone lines. And welcome in Andrew Hutchinson of Best of Arkansas Sports, who is there at practice and does a great job reporting on all things Razorback football. And, Andrew, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Doing pretty good. Appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, well, it's good to talk to you because I know it's been a busy time, and uh, we'll talk about some of the things that Sam Pittman had to say as well as hearing from some of the players, but seeing it now with practice, full pads out there this morning, just first off, how did it feel? Because I feel like it's always great to see it happening, but also uh, how did the team handle it being in their first day of, uh, of full pads going up against each other? Well, I mean, based on the 20 or so minutes that the media got to see, I mean, it, it looked okay. I mean, it looked like they were flying around. There's probably a little bit of excitement in the air with uh, first first day of full pads. Um, you know, Sam Pittman talked about it in his press conference, but it was a little bit uh, kind of muggy and, and hot out there today. Uh, there were some storms that rolled through northwest Arkansas early morning, uh, but all of them were out until we got all that nice humidity uh, in time for the 9 a.m. practice. So, uh, it was, it was, you know, I'd say a solid, you know, based on what we saw a day of practice. Um, and it just, me personally, it was great to be out there. I actually, I know I told you this before, uh, coming on, but, uh, I, I missed the first few days of practice because I've got a three week old baby at home, but today was my first day out there. So a little bit of excitement for me as well to, to be out mm-hmm. there and then see practice for, for myself. Congrats on the new baby Hutch. Um, as far as, what you saw today then what was there that stood out to you from the limited 20 minutes yeah i mean i i, I thought it was interesting you know we we finally got to see snacks johnson uh lorando johnson the transfer from baylor he was working at the nickel position today during their 
uh, little short team period. They call it fastball starts when they run some actual plays, uh, not full tackling or anything, but they, they were actually lined up 11 on 11. And uh, Snacks was out there at nickel. Uh, and I think that's going to be a spot that he ends up playing because I left spring ball thinking, okay, that guy's going to play somewhere. I just wasn't sure where because at the time I was like, okay, well, you got Nudie, you know, Dwight McLeathern at uh, one of the corner spots. And then you got Quincy McAdoo at the other corner spot. Maybe he ends up at nickel. And then, of course, we know about McAdoo had his unfortunate car accident. That sound like he's going to be able to play this year. So you're like, okay, maybe he'll be able to play corner. Well, then now they've moved him to nickel again. Uh, I think he's working both nickel and corner. Um, and so you, you're kind of seeing where, where is he going to end up. Um, but it, I think it all kind of depends on can one of these other corners step up and be that guy. And we got to see Jaheim Singletary, the former five-star recruit, transfer from Georgia, uh, got to run with the first-team defense, as did four-star freshman uh, Jalen Braxton uh, running with the first-team defense. Uh, they had Nudie with the twos, but again, you know, they just kind of mixed guys up to see how they do with the different units. Um, so it, it was interesting to me to see Snacks in there at nickel. Um, that was kind of my, my top takeaway. And, and K.J. Uh, Jefferson uh, in the, the fastball team period, uh, uh, period uh, he looks pretty sharp. He made a couple of throws on the money. Uh, nice one to Luke has on the sideline. Uh, another one, I think, to Andrew Armstrong off the top of my head. I'm trying to remember a couple of nice connections there as well. So that was good to see uh, him kind of uh, connecting with his, his new targets because he's got a lot of them this year. You know, something we talked about when you mentioned KJ, we all know he's the starting quarterback, but I, I we were hard-pressed to find a time where a Razorback football season went through its entirety where the backup quarterback did not have to play in some sort of role or, or at least come into the game at some point to try to either win the game or manage the game, whatever it is. So the likelihood that KJ Jefferson's going to go all 12 games and not have to come out or anything is just it, it's a pretty rare thing. So backup quarterback, Jacoby Criswell. We know that Cade Ford was a guy that was there last year. Sam Pittman talked a little bit about it. Is there one that's standing out a little bit more than the others? Do you think it's going to be Criswell when it's all said and done? What do you just make of that backup quarterback position? I think it's going to be Criswell. Uh, he, he makes some just really impressive throws, especially down the field. I mean, he's, he's a little bit like K.J. where he's, he throws a really nice deep ball. Uh, sometimes the, the shorter passes are a little bit more inaccurate and everything. But for the most part, uh, you know, the deep balls are on the money. Uh, he seems to be, I mean, I would say better as a backup quarterback than what we saw last year as Malik Hornsby. Uh, so I think that's you know, what everyone really hopes is that he's just better than that. I mean, he's not going to be as good as KJ. Uh, KJ, I believe, is, is going to end up being one of the better quarterbacks we've ever seen at Arkansas. And I just don't know if Criswell is going to be quite that good, but I do think he's a more competent backup quarterback than what Arkansas has had. So. Uh, I, I think Criswell's the guy. I mean, Fortin, if he's pressed into action, you know, as long as, he's probably not going to win you a game, but he might not lose you a game uh, if you had to, like, throw him in late or something like that. But I think Criswell's going to be the backup guy uh, when it's all said and done. Have any of the receivers stood out or been talked about as far as emerging that KJ is really making a connection with? Seems like that guy's going to be Andrew Armstrong. I mentioned earlier, had a nice connection today. Uh, seems like he's he's coming on really strong, and I mean, uh, you know, I know he comes from the FCS ranks. His school is actually Division Two when he first signed there, so he's got two guys and him and Isaac Blah who come from basically Division Two schools, and you've also got Tyrone Broden who comes from Bowling Green, which is in the back. So guys that are making that step up, but they've all got that elite athleticism. I mean, he thought uh, we learned uh, last week that uh, Broden and Armstrong have both hit 22 miles an hour. Uh, in terms of their speed, there are two of like only five guys on the team that have done that. Uh, another one is Isaiah Satania, who's hit that mark, and he's a receiver. Um, if I were to say these guys are, if I had to put together a starting lineup today, I would probably have Law Armstrong and the Satania in the slot. I think that's a really solid group. Uh, that's a position I was pretty worried about going into spring ball. I left spring thinking, okay, I think they're going to be all right. And then now I'm like, okay, they may be, you know, borderline pretty good, uh, in my opinion. So uh, I, I think that, you know, that, that group right now uh, is pretty good. Uh, but I think Armstrong seems to be the guy that is catching the most passes. But, I mean, I, I could see Tafaw being that guy. Uh, I could see Satania. He's just so reliable. He gets open and, and whatever he, you know, is the, the ball is anywhere near him, he's going to catch it. So, 
uh, I think those are some guys that's me right now. Well, the wide receivers, I think you, you got the size, you got some transfers, you got some guys that obviously are going to be impactful. But the thing that Arkansas really hasn't utilized enough has been the tight end position, and they've changed that up a little bit. You got a new offensive coordinator and a new tight ends coach coming in, and you were able to get a great transfer with Gums, and you throw in Luke Haas, who is a highly regarded kid coming out of high school. So, how much have they actually utilized the tight ends? Have you noticed a vast difference compared to maybe last year, or the year before, and? how they're using the tight end position, not only in the passing game, but also just overall? It definitely seems like Luke has is making a play every day. Uh, that was the case during the spring. It sounds like it's been the case so far during camp. Uh, the nice catch he made today was, was a pretty impressive one along the sideline, getting his foot down and everything. Um, so he, he's a guy that's been really impressive. You know, I, I honestly haven't seen much or heard much of gum yet. Uh, but it seems like he might be one of those transfers that's kind of slowly working his way into things. He was a, a summer enrollee, so this is his first time going through practice with Arkansas. Um, and so I, I do think they're going to be using tight ends more. Uh, you know, they the coaching staff seems to really like Francis Sherman from Louisville. Uh, that's a guy that when they landed him, I was like, man, I don't know about this. Cause he only has like three or four career receptions, but he's not a guy I think they're going to try to throw the ball to a lot. He's a guy that's going to go down and, and – be in the trenches and make blocks and things like that. Uh, you need a guy like that if you're going to be running, say, you know, 12 personnel. Maybe you have one guy, you know, stay in and block and another guy going out uh, running patterns. So, uh, you know, I, I think they've, they've bulked up that position. Sam Pittman said today that he feels like they've got five tight ends that they can really play with. And I don't know if they thought, I don't know if they had five tight ends, period, especially scholarship tight ends the last few years on, on the team. Because if you remember, they were rotating guys in there from other positions. I mean, you had wide receivers that were being moved to tight end, which isn't as crazy of a jump, but then you also had, you know, defensive ends, offensive linemen, linebackers. They were all getting try they basically having tryouts at tight end and now you don't have that because they're pretty they're pretty well off there. Uh especially if you throw in a guy like Shamar Easter who got here during the summer. He's kind of coming on a little bit slower because he got a lot of ground to make up. He didn't go through spring ball like Luke has did. Uh, but he's a guy that's got you know all the talent in the world to, to contribute maybe later in the season or even next year. So I like where that position is, you know, from a health standpoint, uh, both this year and you know moving forward in the future season. Well, the way Arkansas likes to run the ball, it seems like twelve personnel that formation would benefit them quite a bit, where they can run the ball effectively and you have some extra blocking, but also play action can come off that formation. Oh, absolutely, and you've got mismatches with those tight ends, too. I mean, uh, the, we, when we talked to Ben Souter, the strength coach, uh, last week, uh, he was talking about Varkis Gums. Uh, his speed uh, is something that's that's really elite. You know, Shamar Easter has, you know, really elite speed. Uh, they talked about Luke has, you know, he's, you know, he was able to really make plays in the spring. I think the question with him was, is he going to be able to handle the blocking aspect of it? And all he did was go out and bulk up 15 or 20 pounds over the summer. Uh, so I think he's going to be able to play, you know, every down. And so uh, I think with those guys and, and, you know, being able to use 12 personnel, you know, we saw a lot of more 12 personnel in the spring than we did ever before uh, when the Kendall Browse was here. Uh, so I think you've got guys that can be mismatches at the tight end spot. And that's what we're used to seeing really at Arkansas. I mean, you think back to Hunter Henry, Jeremy Sprinkle, A.J. Turby, uh, you know, even go back to Chris Gregg. I mean, you had, you've had you had a really, really solid run of tight ends there for a little bit, and to basically not use them at all the last few years has been kind of weird. I think we're going to get back to seeing what we're used to seeing out of Arkansas with that tight end spot, both being able to to be utilized in the blocking game as well as uh, catching passes as, as mismatched guys going up against linebackers or safeties or something. Speaking with Andrew Hutchinson of Best of Arkansas Sports here on Out of Bounds. So, Andrew. Just uh, what what are some things that maybe you would like to see more of as practice goes on or fall camp? I know it's limited to how much you can actually see in the media because that's just the way it is, but uh, is there something that you still feel like there needs to be more of or see more of or hear, or hear more of as far as uh, the fall camp practices go? Well, I'll tell you, tomorrow at practice, uh, one thing I'm going to try to really focus on, especially now that they're in full pads, is I might go over and watch the uh, inside run uh, drill uh, with the offensive line and defensive line going up against each other. It's just it's tough because you got to choose between that or the wide receivers and DBs going against each other in like one-on-one, two-on-two type drills. 
And let's be honest, it's a lot more fun to watch the wide receivers and DBs go against each other. Uh, but I think tomorrow I'm going to really focus on the offensive line because I want to see how those tackles are doing. We've heard so much about you know, Devin Manuel and Patrick Kudis as guys that have improved a lot, but we really haven't seen them play much at all you know, in games. And I just want to see how they handle going up against Arkansas's defensive ends and how they can handle them. Because uh, I think Arkansas is going to be a, a pretty decent defensive line. I don't think they're going to be Alabama or anything, but I think they're going to be much improved along the defensive line, especially with depth. And how is Arkansas's offensive line going to handle that? So that's something I really want to see: is can those tackles, you know, hold up against the, you know, an, an SEC defensive line, SEC defensive ends? Uh, that's probably one thing I want to see. And then you know, maybe defensively, I still want to see how that secondary shakes out. You know, I talked about it earlier with Snacks going to nickel, uh, guys rotating in at corner. I really want to see how that unit shakes out because uh, they've completely remade it. I mean, almost completely different unit you know with Nudie coming back and uh, Hudson Clark coming back but pretty much everyone else is is new or hasn't played a whole lot so those are kind of some areas that I'm going to keep an eye on as, as we progress through fall camp. Andrew is it always the first 20 minutes of practice or does that window change depending on the practice schedule? I think it's generally the first 20 minutes I say first 20 they they do all their stretching and, and stuff like that maybe some pre-practice things before we come in there uh, but I think it, it changes a, uh, a little bit based on that. Like we haven't the fastball starts period that I told y'all about. I don't think we got to see that the last couple of days. They did the first few practices, then they didn't. So it fluctuates a little bit. But we're never seeing what I would say the heart of the practices. We're never seeing them go through their situational, almost scrimmage type practice uh, period. Uh, it's mostly the, the early stuff. We get to see a lot of individual drills and stuff like that. Also, Andrew, Sam Pippen met with the media today, and you know one of the things that he talked about was a position group that's improved the much uh, the most is tight end and also linebacker, and specifically the linebacker depth. It, it, do you feel like that's more of just the fact that it wasn't existent at all last year, and that's why, or at least going into it, that now it's improved? Or is there reasons to actually believe that not only have they improved, but improved dramatically enough to where they could be some of the strengths of this team? I definitely think the depth has improved significantly. I mean, it's, I, I don't know if the overall talent has improved as much. Cause, I mean, Drew Sanders is, was a tremendous talent. It's going to be tough to replace him, although I think Sue Paul is going to surprise some people this year, especially nationally. I think Arkansas fans know that Sue Paul is a really talented linebacker, but I don't know nationally or across the SEC they know that he's as good as he is. But you throw in the transfers they added with Greer and Thomas, uh, you, I think Crook is going to be a pretty good linebacker as well. He got some some decent playing experience last year as a true freshman, even more so than Poop Hall did as a true freshman a couple of years ago. And then apparently some of these young guys have really impressed uh, so far. I mean, Brad Spence was a guy Sam Pittman made sure to go out of his way to say this guy is making plays, you know, sideline to sideline almost. Uh, so it does sound like there's more depth. I'm curious how many they're actually going to play. You know, recent years it's been like three guys where they have two guys in there at once and they rotate one guy in to give a guy a break, and that's what they've had. Do they have a four- or five-man rotation this year, and does that make an impact on keeping guys fresh? That's going to be something to really monitor as well because uh, that, that's just different than what we've had, what we've seen the last few years. And, of course, there is a new defensive coordinator, so maybe that's a, a philosophical difference as well. What do you think of Sam Pittman's comments on conference realignment? Most coaches have given a pretty strong opinion. He seemed like he did not give two rips about conference realignment. That doesn't necessarily surprise me. I don't think Sam Pittman wants to, to make national headlines and be a guy that you know people are quoting across all the you know ESPN and all these you know national outlets. But I think he's just really worried about Arkansas, and I think he knows that most Arkansas fans are just worried about Arkansas. I bet you if you ask most Arkansas fans, hey, what do you think about the Pac-12? And they'd be like, well, I don't care. <laughs> so I think that's kind of the personality that Sam Pittman's taking on as well. All right, before I let you go, I know it's all football season, but I just always find it so funny, and it's nothing bad. But the fact that you have a baseball press conference with Dave Van Horn right in the middle of fall camp, and <laughs> like it's it's funny because I think there's still people out there that care and and you know want to know more about baseball, but. Uh, I always just find that so funny where you got Dave Van Horn, who's like, man, I know people probably aren't even thinking about baseball right now, but uh, it was pretty interesting to hear some of the updates that he gave yesterday. Oh, I personally, I loved it because I'm a baseball guy. You know that. Yeah. And uh, it, it's tough because, I mean, it would be nice to have a day off where there's no, nothing to do. 
but it, I always love hearing from Dave Van Horn because he's always very insightful, and uh, they've had a very eventful offseason. The guys they brought in, both the transfer portal, the, the freshmen that they got to campus, uh, they've got a, a pretty good uh, roster shaping up, and, and I'm, I'm very anxious to see how these inter-squad scrimmages go this, this fall because it's going to be highly, highly competitive. They brought in a lot of transfers. like They brought in several infielders. You can only use four of them at a time. And you're going to have to leave, make some tough decisions, and uh, we're going to we're going to see all that play out this uh, this fall. And he, he's only got a hit on a few of them. You know, he brought in a bunch of JUCO guys last year, and you know, one of them was Caleb Cali, and he he turned out to be pretty good. You know, you got Ben McLaughlin and Peyton Holt that were JUCO guys; they turned out to be pretty good. But you also had guys that you never heard from again. Uh, I'm very anxious to see which of the guys that they brought in from the portal are going to be the Caleb Cowley, Peyton Holt type guys that are going to be big-time players, and which of them are going to be guys that maybe don't don't cut it and, and are, you know, redshirt or, or never get to, get to play. So uh, that's, that's going to be very intriguing to see how it plays out because they just, they've got a loaded, loaded roster and uh, should be, you know, I say it every year, but they should be very, very good next year. It's going to be exciting to see not only football, but basketball, baseball, all of it going around. But, Andrew, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. Great stuff. Enjoy fall camp. Glad to have you back there on the beat being able to watch practice, man. And congrats on the new child. I know that's an exciting thing for you. I appreciate it, guys. Anytime. All right. Appreciate it. Again, that was Andrew Hutchinson of bestofarkansasports.com joining us on the hotline. And we got a lot more to talk about here on Out of Bounds. we got an O.J. Simpson update. So we get to have that. Also a funny clip from John Rahm and talking about uh, something that he would like to see on golf courses. So well some other headlines in the world of sports, and we want to hear from you. 501-661-1037. We'll get to that and more coming up next here on Out of Bounds. Still on the sidelines? Then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. Sports Center. Last night in Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani made more history as he became the first player ever to hit 40-plus home runs and get 10-plus wins as a pitcher in the same season. He recorded his 10th victory in the Angels' 4-1 win over the Giants. He's also the first player to have multiple seasons of 10-plus wins and 10-plus home runs, as he previously did it in 2022 when he had 15 wins and 34 home runs. The Angels are 58-58. and They're seven games out of the final wildcard spot in the American League. And the Arkansas Travelers beat the Midland Rockhounds in an offensive showcase, winning 17-10 last night to break a seven-game losing streak. They'll face each other again tonight with first pitch set for seven. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. The temperatures are hot, but so are the deals as the summer sizzling sale continues at Motorsports Authority with two convenient locations on Central and Hot Springs and on East Main and Russellville. Now, Bill, if I've got a car to trade in, you're going to put top dollars in my trade, right? We're going to put top dollar on any trade that comes in, whether you push it in, pull it in, or blow it up and make it land on the lot. We're going to give as much money for it as we can. You can check out the amazing selection online at msastore.com. Y'all come see us. What are you waiting for? Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabot. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. Want to know about bass tournaments and some of the best fishing spots in the state? Well, tune in to Fishing Arkansas Sunday mornings with Big Sarge and his crew. Fishing Arkansas is presented by Fletcher Auto Group, Shelter Insurance Agent Jamie Marsh, Stanley Hardware, and Cooper's Nursery and Cabot. Fishing Arkansas every Sunday morning from 8.30 to 10 on 103.7 The Buzz. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. 
A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Greenway is partnering with local food banks for our fifth annual Food Bank Backpack Program fundraiser. These programs send healthy food home with kids facing food insecurity so they can go to school ready to learn. A $10 donation provides a child with up to 40 meals. And that's not all. Two lucky participants will win one of Jason Aldean's personal John Deere Gators. To donate, text Go Backpack to 44321 or visit any of our 32 Greenway locations. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The biannual blowout is just a week away, and we've got a lot of work to do. Keenan's Rug Emporium is rolling out a Labor Day bonanza. He needs 10 new sales associates as the crowds loom large. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How's my protege? Jeremy. Yeah. He... J-Bone. J-Bone is, believe it or not, he's getting married. What? What an idiot! Oh, what a loser! Good, good. More for me and you. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for two, four, and six dollars at Twin Peaks, and you can see the rare bourbons, whiskeys, and tequilas as you're walking through the door at Twin Peaks. They have them on display, and uh, if, if you're getting that fantasy football draft party together, Twin Peaks is the place to have that fantasy football draft party. You can get bites and drinks for the whole team. $50 bonus card for the commissioner, additional $5 bonus cards for every drafter. And Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside now. Wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action. Major League Baseball and tonight have some NFL preseason with the Texans taking on the Patriots, Vikings at the Seahawks. So those are a couple of games that you can see all there at Twin Peaks. It's all the sports action that you need along with some great food and drinks. It's Twin Peaks, eats, drink, scenic views. It's Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and we had uh, somebody tweet in that was asking about tickets to the Arkansas game, the very first game, I should say, of Razorback football season against, uh, was it Western Carolina and War Memorial Stadium? And just to let everybody know, there are tickets still available if you go to ArkansasRazorbacks.com. In fact, I was surprised. I went on there just to see what was available. There's still not only some good seats still, uh, but only 40 bucks a pop is uh, what you can get you into the door. Great price. With fees and everything, uh, you can get a pair of tickets for 88 bucks. Or, yeah, 88 bucks with fees and all that. So, uh, But there's just uh, there's still some available, but not a whole lot available. So if you want to go to the game, that's I would suggest doing that. Don't go third party because that will get pricey. Unless you're just really wanting to sit down low, and those are the only way you can do it. But if you just want to get into the door, get into the game, Go through the uh, ArkansasRazorbacks.com website because that'll be that'll be a lot of fun to, to be there. And a lot of fun also for our tailgate that we're going to be having there with 103.7 The Buzz. So stop by that. The day of the game behind Double B's right there at Fair Park in Markham. Right there. You can't miss it. You'll be able to see uh, all of us there with our tents and excitement and 
hopefully not be melting in the heat. Hopefully the weather will be a little bit cooperative. But it's going to be a great day in, uh, in Little Rock and at War Memorial Stadium, not only because of the football game, but for the tailgate and everything involved. It'll be fun. Great way to get the season started. First game of the season at War Memorial Stadium. Yeah, I can't wait. It's just upon us. It's getting so close. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Brent's in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? It's been a while. Hello, Johnny. What's going on? It has been a long, long time. Yeah. But it's back to my favorite time of year, so you know I will be a regular contributor to your program. (laughs) Well, we appreciate it. Hey, I'm so excited about this season. Uh, Just, I don't see why we can't be TCU of last year. Well, that's a tall order, Whoa, Brent. That's a tall order, Brent. But I like the confidence. Well, well, uh, let me just say this: being t- uh, being TCU of last year in the in the SEC, I'm just saying nine and three. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, I'm listen. Not, if if I'm, you said that, if you told any Razorback fan that they were going to go nine and three this year, I think every Razorback fan would sign up for that right now, and no questions asked. Well, you got to. Hey, that's the great thing about right now. Everybody, everybody's cup is full, right? We're all undefeated. That's right. Yeah, everyone's drinking the Kool Aid, chugging it as much as possible because they're excited about it, and they think that hey, every everybody's team can do something special. But I listen nine and three. I'm not saying it's impossible because it's not, but uh, that would be a tremendous year if Arkansas was able to pull it off. <laughs> that would be. That would be. Stupendous, and I mean, I don't words couldn't even describe <laughs> how happy the mouth would be. Oh but, yeah. Uh, can, can I give a plug for something real quick while I'm on? Sure, Brent. Everybody needs to listen to to Ma on uh, on YouTube, on Twitter, wherever you can go. You need to listen to the Coaches in the Mouth pod. We have Sam Pittman. We'll be we'll be our guest tomorrow. Wow, that's a big get, Brent. Look that's at awesome. you. That's cool. Hey, we're a big time D one podcast now. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. That's awesome, man. You get a chance to sit down and talk with him. It's good. That'll be great. Hey, uh, we sat we sat down with him. Uh, it was last week, but we're downloading it for tomorrow. So oh, okay, let's say you better anybody. you better have asked some good questions because we may pull some of it and play it back on our show. So you better have some good questions ready. Hey, I hope you I hope you do, and I hope John, you and Joe have seen some of our other shows. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, listen, that's about the plug. You got to gonna have to check it out now. You need to check it out because we've had uh, we've had Houston Nut, we've had Eli Drinkowitz. Oh, you see, you're losing me now, Brent. You're losing me now on those two guys. I'm just messing with you. But, no, those are big names, oh, though. On. Hey, listen, that's it's a t- it's a, always a cool thing to be able to talk to coaches and former coaches no matter what. It's always really interesting. Oh, hey, John, where can I find Hard Knocks with the Jets? Is it on HBO or is it on HBO Max or what? Both, yeah. it's uh, Or just Max now, Both. I guess is what it's called. But, yeah, it's on, it's on Max, HBO Max, however you want to put it. Yeah, that's the app that you need to have. But it's not on regular HBO. It is. Yeah. So you can do it on demand oh, okay. on there. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you. All right. No problem. Y'all have a great day. Appreciate you, Brent. Thanks for calling in. It comes on Tuesday nights also, Brent, if you want to catch it live or DVR it. Okay. So it's live that way. And then it's on demand HBO. Yep. And then you also have it on HBO or Max. On Max. Max. Just want to make sure we get the brands right. So, yeah, I plan on hopefully checking out that episode, or the first episode tonight. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but... Are they just an hour long, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and not even an hour. Like, it's slated in a time slot for an hour, but it's probably about anywhere from 51 to 54 minutes. Okay. How how many episodes do they end up doing for Hard Knocks? I believe it's four. Four. Perfect. So it takes you right to the beginning of the season. That makes sense. Get to see the the behind-the-scenes deal, and I just wonder, like, how... Like how much money that probably makes? Because I know it's it's been around forever, but the you talk about the high production value and trying to make and making it interesting, no matter what it is. I mean, it's always going to have a level of interest, but like there's certain things. I think back to like I remember the Last Chance You Netflix special that they had. I love that stuff. It was great. But then like once season I think it was season five happened, and you took away the 
East Mississippi Community College, and then you took away the Jason Brown guy that was wild. And they went to this like school that actually looked well ran, you know, and had it together. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I ain't watching this. It's boring. So it was about the drama, huh? Yeah, it was about the drama. It was about Hard the... Knocks always has some drama. And, and see, that's what I'm saying. I, I respect programs like Hard Knocks that is able to make it interesting every single year. Because you can always find interest in behind-the-scenes stuff for football programs, basketball programs, whatever. Like, there's always a certain level. But to... Uh, frame it and to produce it in a way that captures the interest you know it's like as weird as it is i remember i watched it when it was the jets the first time it was um when they were having the holdout from darrell revis and how they framed it was just not anything they didn't like record any of the phone calls that was discussed with darrell revis and management and all that but it would just kind of go to like a blank screen and it would say something about uh you know they're talking to Darrell Revis, and as soon as the screen got black or went out of black, you hear Rex Ryan yelling at the speakerphone, all ticked off and cussing, because <laughs> he's just like, "We've tried this forever. We're done with this. We're over it. We're over it. This is, we're sick of the doing with this. Either you want to play or not." Like just being that way. Coaches are always a big part of it, also, even if they're not necessarily that dynamic type personality that people look forward to hearing from. The coaches are always going to be a big part of what they have going on. And then they've seen what's happened with some of the coaches in the past on Hard Knocks, so it's almost like they put a little extra into it when they're on there. Yeah, yeah, because that's the way it, it gets you interested. And, and I loved how it was framed, where I how, I never knew that I would be so interested in hearing the coaches' reactions to doing it, because I'm sure that that's stuff that, especially coaches, but I'm sure everybody involved, they want to pull their hair out. They're like, we're trying to get, we're trying to win a Super Bowl, we're trying to do these things. We got fall camp. We're trying to get everyone better, and you're over here not not playing ball. Like we're, we're making it. So it's fun to see that raw reaction from coaches or from GMs or whoever dealing with that and how frustrating it must be to try to make it work, but yet you're not getting anywhere. It seems like like that's the stuff I thought was really interesting. That you know the way it's framed and produced, they make it really intriguing. Another big story of hard knocks every year. It's the players that. Um you see that they're putting in work and they're doing everything it takes to make the roster. And it seems like there's always a story of a player that everybody is behind and wanting to see that player succeed. And then it gets to the end, and now you're kind of wondering, okay, is this player actually going to make the roster? Are they going to get cut? Are they going to be on the practice squad? What's going to happen with this player? And I always feel really bad when they get cut. Like It's, just a, it's a sad thing, but it's part of the drama. But I'm like, if I was a player, like would I – just want to be cut and then just heard about it on the newswire or do I want to be cut on hard knocks you know like do I want everybody to be seeing not only me getting cut but the reactions and the way it's put and all that like I feel like that would just be so uh I mean it'd be tough no matter what but to have it in 4k you know on, on HBO Max it's got to be rough too. but it puts them on a platform because these guys sure. are already performing for not only their current roster but other teams in case they are cut then it puts them on a certain platform where maybe another team takes notice because they see them on that that platform being on hard knocks. Was it what was the guy that played for the Jets and then went to the Patriots? It was like a little running back. Uh, Curtis Martin? No, was it was it? Is it I want to say it was Whitehead. Was that his name? Yeah, yeah. Any Whitehead? Was mm-hmm. that from hard? Because I thought that was some. Maybe it wasn't hard knocks, but somewhere the Jets didn't want him or cut him or whatever, and he picked, got picked up by the Patriots and ended up doing well. That happens a lot. Yeah, on uh, both uh, sides of that, but. Yeah. The Patriots, they have a certain system in place where they will take on some players that other teams didn't want because they come in and they're like, look, you work hard here, we have a recipe for winning. Yeah, they certainly do. Just hopefully that's not this year for them. But, yeah, I can't wait to watch Hard Knocks. It's going to be great on H- oh, Max. I want to say HBO Max. Max, got to make the brand right. But we have more to talk about coming up next here on Out of Bounds. We'll have your Razor Hog update presented by a true service. And keep it moving, so you better stay with us.
Justin Acre for Certipro Painters. We're all getting ready for summer, and if you want to spruce up your home for summer, Certipro Painters could be the answer you're looking for. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. If you're thinking about getting a paint job done for the interior or exterior of your home, you need to hurry up and get on the schedule soon because it's filling up quickly. So plan for your next project. You'll be happy you did. Cleanliness, thoughtfulness, and attention to detail. You'll get all of it with my friends at Certipro Painters. So get them scheduled for your project today. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards located at West Pass Taylor Loop, 14900 Kentrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler. Always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Dad, I don't feel good. I'll grab the Vicks Dayquil Kids Honey. Isn't Dayquil just for parents? Actually, Vicks Dayquil Kids Honey is just for kids. Specially designed to treat kids' most bothersome cold symptoms quickly. With a honey-licious tasting flavor kids like. You know what else kids like? Dayquil Kids Honey first, then video games. Deal. Vicks Dayquil Kids Honey. The kids' honey-licious daytime coughing congestion stuffy head stuffy nose medicine. Safe for ages 6+. plus. Got a spot that just won't go away? How do you know that freckle isn't something more serious? Skin cancer is serious. Get checked with Dr. Brad White at Searcy Dermatology. Dr. White has been checking spots for almost 25 years and is the only board-certified dermatologist in White County. Dr. White specializes in skin cancers but can treat anything skin-related, including cosmetic procedures. See how Searcy Dermatology can help you at searcydermatology.com. Come check out the latest in large-scale logging equipment, attachments, supplies, tech, and services at the Southwest Forest Products Expo, August 11th and 12th at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Watch the Timberworks Lumberjacks competition, see chainsaw sculptures by artistry and wood, and visit the online video arcade. Fun for the whole family. Visit www.arkloggers.com for schedule, info, training workshops, and links to our online ticket hub. Adults over 16 are $5 to enter. Kids under 16 are free. See you in Hot Springs at the Southwest Forest Products Expo. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Rock and roll sushi. You want the VIP roll. Shrimp tempura. Crab stick. Cream cheese. Cajun crawfish. Baked crab meat. Jalapeno spicy mayo sweet chili. Eel sauce and crunchy flakes. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Yeah! Okay, you can owe me. On 103.7 The Buzz. Corner of Cherry Street. 
Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close to your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. MLB, combat sports, boxing, MMA, just some of the sports that you can wager on the Bet Saracen app. Tonight is NFL preseason games. You have uh, the Texans taking on the Patriots. Texans are a three and a half point favorite. Over under is 37 and a half. Vikings. And Seahawks. Seahawks are a three and a half point favorite. Over under is 34 and a half. You can get those odds along with great in game prop bets and specials all on the Bet Saracen app. For the most accurate and up to date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It's a Trash Knock Thursday. You're on Out of Bounds. And we were talking about hard knocks in the previous segment. We had uh, from the 501, actually, you know, from John from Conway uh, on the Southern Structural Solution text line, say that he is a big fan of Dan Campbell simply because of watching him on hard knocks, the Detroit Lions head coach. So it's another thing you can get out of those hard knock specials is find endearing personalities, whether it's a coach or whether it's a player that you end up rooting for that you may not have been able to see or know much about if you hadn't watched hard. Dan Campbell definitely has a lot of personality, and he's not too far removed from the game as a player, and he still actively participates in some of the drills that the players do. I root for that guy, man. He's fun. He's he's electric, and they they got a good offense, but need the defense to come along with them, and uh, they'll be be a team to be watching, especially in the NFC North. as Pretty much open wide. It's not to say that the Vikings still aren't good, or you know that maybe the Bears can make some strides forward. Or nobody's uh, believing in Jordan Love nah, fair. and the Packers. It's one of those wait and see approaches. <laughs> um, have to wait and see how that plays out. But uh, that's definitely a division that perhaps the Lions can take a hold of and, and end up winning it. It's possible. It's possible. It's there for the taking. Yeah, can't wait. Absolutely can't wait. But. We know that there's a lot of things going on in the Razorback side of things, too. So let's go ahead and hear from some of the coaches and players as part of your Razor Aug update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, Sam Pittman again met with the media. We talked to Andrew Hutchinson a little bit about it, but he had his thoughts on conference realignment and you know what? He gave about the most Sam Pittman answer you could ever, ever dream of. You know, guys, it, nothing's happened in the SEC. So, for me to be concerned about what's going on in the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and all that kind of stuff, I'm in two days. I, I mean, a lot of times, and I appreciate the question. I do. And I mean, some, some things really are out of our control and they're out of our control. I don't know what my opinion really matters, to be perfectly honest with you. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect our team. It doesn't affect the state of Arkansas. And uh, the people that are going through it, I think they'd have a better opinion of it than me, to be honest. It's probably the best answer you could give, where he's just focused on uh, what he's doing with his team and trying to get ready for the season. If it has no impact on him or his team or the state, doesn't really matter. But he also was talking about the tight end position, which he said was one of the most improved units of the team. But what does he like and who does he like about the tight end position? Yeah, I'd tell you maybe one of, yes, uh, we have. Maybe one we don't talk about as much is, is Francis Sherman. I mean, he has done, man, we're, we're, we're awful honored he chose us. He's done a really nice job out there. Um, comes another one, and of course, you know, we have Tyrus Washington, who's done a nice job, and back, so, you know, we're sitting there, and Shamar Easter's done a really nice job, it's just, you know, he's not quite there yet, but, you know, he got here uh, later, and uh, didn't have the spring ball, so obviously it's hard hard for freshmen to catch up that fast, but um, we've got five tight ends that we we do like, and Luke seems to make plays every day. Tyler Slashings makes some really nice 
like catches as well. So he likes the tight end position and what they've done in improving, and also the linebacker position and how much depth they've been building. I mean, I really like Brad Spence and Sanford, both of them. But Brad Spence makes plays every day. As a matter of fact, when I'm not a great at singling out one guy, you know, uh, but I did single him out after past the day. He seemed like he was all over the field. Um, you know, Jaheim Thomas is, is coming on. Um, unfortunately, you know, he wasn't able to uh, do a whole lot this, this summer. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I think, I think we're getting closer to five there that, that we thank with Sanford coming on. And I think, and Manny Powell, I think, I think we'll be able to have enough linebackers we'll get. And another player that, uh, Sam Pittman wanted to make sure was noticed was, uh, actually another one get Sam Mbake. At the wide receiver core, we've heard about a lot of the transfers, but what about a guy like him who's been showing out in fall camp? Bakke is a wonderful person, and he plays 90 miles an hour all the time, and it's important to him. Uh, he has improved in every aspect of his game, speed, strengths, uh, awareness of, of what he's doing. Um, but I, I, Bakke will will be on the field as much as anybody um, this year. Yeah, I, I really like the kid. He's, he, uh, he's awful hard worker. Finally got to hear from Isaac Tesla, which is how you pronounce his name. Well, at least was confirmed, as well as Al Walcott. A couple transfers, but Tesla was talking about the biggest difference between D2 and coming to the FBS. The skill level of the DBs and just how smart and physical they are is something I never really faced in the D2 level. Obviously, you know, that's more of a tribute to the SEC than it is like a knock on D2 because they're like obviously a ton of good players uh, where I was before. But definitely just, you know, the physicality. And I didn't face a lot of man-to-man uh, back at Hillsdale. So here learning how to get off uh, man-to-man and press and stuff like that is something I need to adjust to. Also had a funny moment with uh, Tesla and uh, Alcott being up there on the podium together. Uh, Coach Souter said the other day that you're a, he called you a freak show in the weight room. Just... What are some of the areas as far as, uh, you know, in the weight room, body transformation, you feel like you've made the biggest strides since you got here? Yeah. You're right. A free show. Like, I'm watching it, bro. I'm like, what the heck? As a receiver, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm, I'm a pretty strong guy as well, but watch him, like, the clean, bench, squat. Huh? That's going to be a problem. Yeah. The, the, the weight, no, you're good. The weight room is something I've always uh, clung to, and I feel like that's somewhere where, you know, you don't need talent to go and you know, put the work in the weight room. So that's somewhere I feel like where if I can get bigger, stronger, more physical in the weight room, that's something I'm going to do. And that's something that I've always done. So when I got here, you know, I just wanted to, be, I wanted to come in every day and make sure I was out, out working every day. That was. So there you have it. There's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Take commercial break and top the hour update. And then the third hour of Out of Bounds starts up next. I want to continue to hear from you. If you want to get on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or to text in, as well as the Asher Record Live fan feedback after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. More of Out of Bounds next, so stay with us. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or 